0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's continue with Championship Weekend. Both of them are sequels. As we discussed, Frank Wachek, the former tight end, just told us why he thinks Tennessee is just too physical and they do win this sequel just like They won part one. Let's bring in Carrington Harrison, our good friend, Sports Radio 610 in Kansas City. Happy Friday, my friend. And we start with sequels because Kansas City and Tennessee met earlier this year. Titans won at 35-32. Carrington, what's your favorite sequel in movie
1: history? That's a really good question. Um, I'm really fond of Rush Hour Two. I actually think Rush Hour Two might be a little bit better than the first one. They have the scene where Chris Rock is playing uh, is playing craps at the casino, and uh, he stands on the table and then says, "This one's for Nelson Mandela." I might I might actually have to go Rush Hour Two here.
2: Rush Hour Two. That's the worst answer I've ever heard. That's terrible. Are we even going to ask this guy, is football insight Rush Hour 2? Racket, doesn't, doesn't the first one have to be good for you to ask your favorite sequel? Those movies aren't
1: good. I have never heard any person say that they didn't enjoy Rush Hour. Okay, maybe I didn't give the best answer of a sequel that I enjoyed. But your opinion that Rush Hour is bad is equally as bad of an answer.
0: Yep, you're right. Rush hour was freaking awesome, man. Rush hour. Which one's Rush, Rush hour? hour? Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Yes. Yes. It's outstanding. It's hilarious. I've seen it 12 times. Come on. Nah, the only thing
2: that movie has going for it is Chris's last name. That's all. That's the only thing that movie has going for it. All right, Carrington. Let's talk about last week real quick, okay? And I want you to be honest. 24 nothing. What percent chance did you give or think the ty- the, ch- the Chiefs had to win that game? It's funny
1: you say that because I never was completely out that the Chiefs couldn't win that game. So I actually went to the game, me, our morning host, and my producer, we all went to the game, and – Whenever Houston kicked that field goal to go up 24 nothing, as opposed to 28 nothing, I looked at my producer and I said, Kansas City's not out of this game. All they need is just one momentum play to kind of shift things around. Then McCall Hardman had that big kick return. They scored three plays later, and then the fake punt happened. And I looked at my producer when it was 24-7. to I said, Kansas City's going to win this game. You could just feel the swing and momentum. So I might be on the more positive side of this, but – I always think those kind of comebacks, whenever you get down that big, you have to score on defense or you have to score on special teams to kind of steal a possession away. So I, I thought really that was all Kansas City needed and they just got that, that special teams play early on. So I'd probably say I would have gave them a 25% chance. I remember whenever they got down 24 to nothing, I looked on what the live betting lines were and when Kansas City was down 24 to nothing, it was like plus 335. And I was like, that's actually not a bad bet. So I just think that, I never thought that Houston could beat Kansas City straight up. I thought they would have needed those special teams touchdowns and some weird, fluky things to happen. And then once the game kind of leveled out, we saw that Kansas City was much better than Houston. I kind of feel the same way about this game. The first time I thought that Kansas City outplayed Tennessee, but Tennessee um, Tennessee had nine or two non-offensive touchdowns. And normally that's what swings the game in your favor.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, not first time around. Let's not forget Kansas City had a 17 three lead in that game. You got to figure the Chiefs win 90% of those. Uh, My question is about Derrick Henry who rushed for 188 yards in part one, 225 rushing yards overall for the Titans. If those yards are similar, will they be and can Kansas City win a game in which Derrick Henry goes over 180 again?
1: I don't think so. I think that Derrick Henry is kind of having one of those, like, special March Madnesses. You know how there's always that mid-major team that has that great player that goes on this run that kind of carries them to the final four? That's kind of what Derrick Henry reminds me of. I mean, To go on the road against New England, I know they weren't the typical Patriots, then to back it up and then go on the road against the Ravens and then do that. I mean, you got one more giant to slay at least to get to the Super Bowl, and that would be Kansas City. I'm less, I'm less concerned maybe with the yards in this game as much as I am with the carries because if Derek gets his 30 to 35, that means he controls tempo. And we all know the best way to beat Patrick Mahomes is to keep him on the sideline. So if this is a game where Derrick Henry has 32 carries, I think that Tennessee dominates time of possession.
2: Well, they're certainly going to try. You know, it's interesting. I was talking uh, Carrington with somebody and they were mentioning their it typically when a running back has as many carries and yards as Derrick Henry had in week 17 and then against the Patriots, that they don't do real well in their third game after that. And yet Henry went out and ran the ball right down the Ravens' throats. Now, yeah, I mean, at the Chiefs, I mean, at some point, he's 250 pounds. Like, at some point, he's going to wear down a little bit, right? Like, can he have a fourth straight game of 30-some carries for, like, 200 yards? I mean, he has taken some punishment the
1: last three weeks. No, you're absolutely right. But, again, at this point, I don't know if we can tell Derrick Henry you can't do something. You guys probably have seen his high school numbers for a senior year, like, this is what Derrick Henry's been used to, and you're right. At some point, it's going to end with Derrick Henry, but why does it have to end this week? Why does it have to end next week? Why can't it end next year in week five? Like, Derrick Henry, I think his contract situation is very unique because he's a running back, and we typically don't play running backs. We typically don't see running backs like this, but I do think whenever Tennessee pays him, how that contract structure is going to be really interesting because he's a guy that I would be, I would be pretty confident paying at age 26 and 27 I don't know if I want to pay him much longer than that because whenever this Derrick Henry run in, it's going to end very abruptly. It's going to be very sharp and he's going to be bad all of a sudden because of all these carries. But right now he seems to be healthy. They all seem to be on board with what their game plan is. What I appreciate most about Tennessee is they know exactly the kind of team they are. We are a ball control, run the ball, play defense, just – gritty kind of team that at this point i'm always big on knowing what you do well and maximizing that and tennessee certainly does that
0: yeah it's remarkable stat ryan Tannehill has thrown 29 passes for 160 yards in the last two games to reach the afc championship i would wager saying we will never see that again in the modern day nfl
1: final score what do you got sunday I think Kansas City wins this game 27-20. to I think they're a better team than than Tennessee. I do think that Derrick Henry runs the ball effectively and controls the tempo in the first half. But I think in the second half, I just think that Kansas City's offense, and more specifically Mahomes and their wide receivers, I just think that's probably the biggest advantage in this game. I don't think that Tennessee can really cover very well against Kansas City. Mahomes threw for 443 yards the first time these two teams played each other. I just don't trust the back half of their secondary. I think Mahomes and Tyreek Hill make a couple plays late to win the game. I'm going 27-20 Kansas City.
2: You know, it's interesting, Carrington. We were talking earlier, and this is the last one for me. We were talking earlier. uh, We did a poll here at RDC home and home about which team you would most like to see win the Super Bowl. Kansas City was the overwhelming favorite, and then we broke down the Super Bowl matchups and we ranked them. The only thing that would give me any kind of pause about wanting Kansas City to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs to be my favorite Super Bowl matchup, no matter who they're playing, is Tyree kill. And I'm wondering, is there anybody in Kansas city that's bothered by Tyree kill or has that been totally utterly forgotten?
1: I would say the Tyree kill thing was forgotten, was forgotten the moment that the NFL decided to not suspend him Cause at that point, I think people just said, well, if the NFL investigated and they've, I guess leveled him as no wrongdoing then everybody just moved on. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but here in Kansas City, that Tyreek Hill stuff hasn't come up since since training camp.
0: All right, interesting. Can't wait for this game. Uh, you, you have them winning by seven, which doesn't clear things up for betters, you know, because that spread right now, seven and a half, one I think the Chiefs actually cover and cover comfortably we'll talk more about the gambling aspect of this ahead in the program Carrington Harrison enjoy the game we'll talk to you next week after a Chiefs win perhaps my friend but uh rush hour two I don't know I don't know maybe you need to think through that a little more
1: (laughs) you know what next time I come on I will have a list of my five favorite sequels and I will be much better prepared for the questions
0: all right, let me give you four, and then we're going to wrap this thing. Empire Strikes Back, Rocky IV, Terminator 2, Spider-Man 2. Which would you pick of those?
1: I actually don't really like Rocky IV the way everybody else does. Out of that list, I would probably go Spider-Man IV or Spider-Man 2. If I had to pick out all those sequels, I would pick Spider-Man 2. This is why I don't like Rocky IV. I'll, I'll give you really, really quickly. We never have any evidence that Apollo Creed is actually good in the Rocky series. Think about it. He's... Uh, In fight one, he barely beats Rocky. He's supposed to be Floyd Mayweather, barely beats this no-name fighter, Rocky, who barely beats fighter Rico in the first fight. Second fight, he gets knocked out. Third fight, or third movie, he's retired. Fourth movie, he dies in the second round of the fight. Then we move on. How in the hell is this guy just taking all these steroids and then nobody has any evidence that this Russian guy is just out here clearly cheating? And then the whole movie is based on that Russia's so bad, but America's just doing this hard work, cutting logs and running in the snow. And then Rocky beats him. And then think about it. Rocky, who can barely speak English himself, he now can communicate to the Russian people about freedom and and, and change and all this kind of stuff. Rocky Four is ridiculous. Rocky Three is by far the best one. (laughs) Tucker.
2: Hey, uh, hey, Carrington. Hey, Carrington. Step into my office because <laughs> you're freaking fired, okay? And get out of my country, okay? Rocky IV ended a real-life war. Yeah, I'm sure it did. The, the real world. Rocky IV ended the Cold War. If you and me's can get along, we alls can get along, okay? Get off the phone. Get out of the show. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs>